Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Chatty Kathy. This is Kathy Prohoff, and in today's episode, I'm going to talk with you about how to overcome stress and anxiety in the brain. Now, this is an area I struggled with for so many years in feeling desperate and a victim to the stress and the overwhelm in my life, which then led to panic attacks and ending up in the emergency room more often than I would like to admit. But needless to say, this is exactly the starting point. And what I'm going to teach you today and share with you, I'm going to encourage that you practice it immediately. This will, I guarantee if you struggle in these areas, will help you start to grasp the reality of what's happening and make a shift. So grab a pen and a paper and join me in uh, writing down and taking this little practice and then implementing these steps immediately. And I'm going to also recommend to you that anytime we need to make a change in our life, it's nice to get information. And for me, I was just researching all the information I can find, but never really taking committed action and staying consistent with it. And the only only way to beat the overwhelm and the stress and the fear and the doubts is to continue to take the action steps that change the reality of the overwhelm. So I made the decision, and I believe that the most important decision of my life was in this decision, and that was in saying that I'm not going to suffer in this anxiety anymore. I'm not going to allow this overwhelm to take over and consume me, and the pivotal point for me was at that moment where I found myself on the bathroom floor after I had taken a long shower where I cried my eyes out and felt very, very upset about my situation and helpless and really unhappy with where I was stuck and the overwhelm was was taking over. And I was I was afraid of every anxiety feeling because I didn't know how bad that would lead to the next anxiety attack where I would not be able to function. And I would literally shut down and not knowing how long that would last. The episodes sometimes would take hours, some days to get over. So it was at that moment that I found myself lying on the bathroom floor crying and I heard a sound around the corner of the the doorway and I looked up to see what that was and it was my two young children who had peeked in to see what was happening and I'm very certain they had heard me crying for hours it was a long time that I had been in the bathroom and now I was on the floor and I remember thinking to myself what am I doing to them what is this doing to their life and how they're feeling and the fears that they have And at that moment, I had that realization that I need to make a change. And this was that day that I vowed to myself, I'm going to find a way. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to find a way. You know, and life is too short to suffer. And I told myself, I need to live in a beautiful state every day. I have these children. I have this life. I have things that I can look at to be grateful for. And I need to look at that versus what I'm struggling through. So how I did this is that I started to catch myself when I would feel the stress coming on as I continue to do now. And it's it's more uh, automatic now. I, I really don't even realize I, I do this anymore. But at the time, I had to focus and understand the feelings of stress. So whatever that is in your body, if you notice your shoulders raise, your hands clench, your jaw clenches, your breathing gets shallow. I know for me, I would breathe more in my chest. I would feel 
as though I couldn't catch my next breath. It was very difficult to continue to breathe uh, efficiently. And I would notice my shoulders were tight. My whole body seemed to be tense. And I tried to catch it as soon as possible so that the overwhelm couldn't catch, couldn't creep up and take over. And at that point, when I would catch myself, I would let it go. And I would see that thought, that stress, and I would imagine it as a flash of light or whatever that image I wanted it to be at that moment. I would just watch it go by. So your thoughts and the thoughts about you not having it all, not getting it all done, your thoughts that you need to do more, you need to be more, you're not a good role model, your thoughts that you don't have enough time to get it all done, your thoughts that you don't have enough money, or you're not good enough, you're not a good enough partner or a mom or a friend or a confident woman, no matter what you're feeling, if you are in a room with 100 other busy women just like you, I guarantee you that you would not be the only one who feels that way. If you were to ask that group of 100 women or more, who else feels this way? Not enough. And I know that this is this is a very big guarantee because I've asked many women this before and, and almost every time, 100% of people agree that they have also felt these exact same the sa- exact same way and thought these exact same thoughts. So, I'm going to encourage you that you have to understand number 1 that you're not alone. And again, when I ask moms, what are what is your most stressful thought? They'll tell me things like, "Well, I'm worried about my kids. I'm I'm worried this might happen to my kids or in our life." And you know, and then how many moms have had this thought? Think about it. How many other moms or women have had the thought or the worry? 100%, everybody, every single one of us. Or maybe if they were to tell me, I'm worried uh, we might not make it financially. I'm worried that we're cutting it short this month and I don't know how we're going to get by in the next month. Again, I'm going to ask, who else can you think in this world, in this life, in in the course of history has ever had these thoughts? Again, everybody at some point in time has had these thoughts. The point is this, that the thought it's not your thought. And that's that's the most important part of this now is understanding that it is just the mind. The mind is creating thoughts and thoughts come and go. But it's not your mind. That's not your thought. You don't own that thought. It doesn't own you. When you think that it's your mind and your thought, then you identify with that thought and and what your thought your mind is thinking. And then you can't separate away from that thought. It becomes you. It consumes you. So that's the difference. Because when you realize that these are just thoughts, these thoughts have been around since the beginning of time as women, as moms, as human beings. And if you can tell yourself, I'm just thinking the same thoughts that so many other women, moms, people have thought many times before and will always continue. Like how many people have ever thought, gosh, I'm so angry at that person. I hate them, you know, and and I'm going to do something awful. I just wish, you know, I'm just going to kill that person or whatever that is. And obviously you didn't do that really bad thing that you said, but you didn't even probably believe it. But in that moment, that was a thought. It was a feeling and it came and it went. And we all have had these. And it's just the stressful thoughts that we believe because they start to overwhelm us and they really mess us up mentally and they, they start to trigger our body. You notice that the, the body feels the stress in it. We, we react to that. But 
these thoughts, again, have been around since the beginning of time. So beginning now, you have to begin to realize that these are just thoughts. And they're much like an invisible wave moving in and out of your brain. So for now, you have that pen in the paper. I'm going to encourage you if you're not driving to just write down the first thing that comes to your mind right now. And don't judge it. Don't worry. Is this enough to write down? Is this the right answer? You know, it could be that whatever I just said, if you want to write that down or something that popped in your head or something that you looked at, write it down. And, and you should be writing it down now. You should be done writing it down or you should be continuing to write it down. Great. So now I just want you to close your eyes and I want you to take a deep breath in through the nose. I'll breathe in with you. Breathe in. Hold the breath. And now bring that through the mouth. Shh. Relax your shoulders. Keep breathing out as deeply as you can. And now return to your normal breath and open your eyes. And just look around the room or wherever you're at. And now notice what thought is on your mind now. What is that thought? Write it down under the first thought. Don't worry again. I don't don't care if it's a, a impactful thought or a profound thought or something silly or stupid or has nothing to do with anything. And I dropped my pen, so let me pick that up. But I want you to just write that down. All right. Now, I hope you're looking at two thoughts. And if not, I want you to start this over. Start this practice over. All right. And we're going to do that one more time. So again, close your eyes, relax your body, let your body go, relax, take a deep breath in through the nose. I want you to pause at the top of that inhale and then exhale slowly through the mouth. Shh. Let all the breath out. Keep breathing out. Shh. All the breath out and relax your body. Good. Now open your eyes again. Just scan around the room. Adjust your eyes. Notice what you see. Notice what you see. Now write down the thought that's on your mind now. Don't judge it. Don't worry if it's the right one. Just write it down. So once you're done writing that down, you should have three thoughts. They may be the same thoughts. They may be different. They may be profound, important, simple, stupid. It doesn't matter. There's no judgment on these thoughts. And here's why. They're just thoughts. They're invisible waves that came and went in through your mind and out through your mind. They have no control over you. They have no bearing over you. They have no power over you unless you give them power. And when I realized this, I realized I'm giving all my worries and all my stresses and all my fears and all my doubts and all my anxiety and all my stress, the power. And what that power was doing was consuming me, was taking over, was making me miserable and taking the person away from my family that needed me most. Think about it. We're allowing that fear and the doubt and the stress and the overwhelm and the anxiety to consume us and take us away from the people in our lives that we are meant to be there for, to be there with, to enjoy life with. We only have one. We have one life. We are the most unique person in this life to these people in our lives. They need us. They need us to be whole. They need us to be truly passionate about being with them and being joyful and being true to ourselves. But if we can't let go of these thoughts, we're being consumed by what they're giving to us, which is all the negative feelings. So imagine you go and you turn on the television, you turn on the TV, and it takes on also these invisible waves. And depending on whatever channel that you you put on the TV, you're going to see a different story. Maybe it's a love story or a comedy, a drama, maybe it's a horror, an adventure. But no matter what, every channel is going to have a different wavelength with a different story. Now, the way you use your body determines which of the thought waves come through you, right? So it's which 
of these thought waves or these uh, invisible waves are going through the TV. So one moment you might be pissed off. The next moment someone makes you laugh. It's like turning the channel to a different station. You change your body, you change your channel. You change the, the with the remote, you change the channel, you change the show. It's a wave that moves in and out. Both of you, your mind, the TV, it's the same thing. You change what comes through you. But what's the problem is, is how it's affecting us, how it's allow, we're allowing it to affect us. So here's where you're going to start to take control. Are you ready? You're going to start to control these waves and you're going to find your beautiful state, your joyful state. You're going to start to find your life. Maybe for the first time ever. I know many women I work with, this is the first time they've ever heard this concept and they've ever learned that they have all the power. Nobody else has the power but you. So number one, look at those thoughts that you wrote down and understand that these are just thoughts. They came and they went. Maybe you're holding on to them. Maybe it's something you're worrying about, but it's a wave. And as simple as that, understanding that these waves are coming and going all the time, especially when we lay down or we stop moving or we stop stop working, our brain goes on overdrive because it's trying to think. Our brain is a thinking mind, which is a good thing. But we must choose to allow what we want in and let the rest go. Just waves flowing through in and out. It doesn't matter if bad thoughts come in, fears and doubts and stress. We just let it come in and we filter as it goes out. So number one, I want you to identify where you suffer. How do you react when you suffer? Is it an anxiety? Again, is it the stress in your body? Do you feel it build up and the tension build up? Is it that you're worrying? Is it that you get pissed off? Is it that you react? I remember yelling a lot. I was very triggered when I would get stressed. And no matter what anybody would say or do, I find myself yelling because I was so tense. And then anxiety would get worse and the overwhelm. And it was this terrible cycle. So identify where you suffer, how you react. And then the second thing you're going to do is decide that you're going to stop that. You're going to kill that monster because it truly is. It's a monster that takes hold and it tries to control us. But you're going to kill it. You're going to release that. You're going to get rid of that, eliminate it right now while it's still not so large that it's taken over your life. And maybe if it's starting to, you still have control. I guarantee you, you have the control. You're not going to let it grow any larger. You're not going to let it consume you anymore. You're going to break the patterns. These patterns are taking over. So you're going to start to feel the stress, right? But you're going to see it as thoughts just going by, going in and out. And then you focus on something else. You're going to focus on something that you appreciate, something that you love, something that you enjoy. So let's talk about that. You're going to feel the stress. You're going to notice how you react and you're going to decide, I'm going to eliminate this. So that stress comes in your mind. You see that wave coming in. You feel it in your body. You notice the signs. And instead of reacting to it, you think, change the channel, grab the remote control, change it to something else. And that something else is going to be something that I'm appreciative of, something that I love, something that I enjoy. For most of us, it's going to be our family, our loved ones, the things in our life that we are very proud of, and we're going to focus on that, appreciation, love, and joy. And you know why? It's because those destroy our suffering. We can't be grateful. We can't feel the appreciation, love, and joy, but and feel stressed or anxious at the same time. It's impossible. 
You can't be worried and grateful at the same time. You're either one or the other. So we have to choose. And I know it's very difficult because at the beginning, I thought to myself, well, that sounds really cute and all, but obviously I have a lot of problems to con- to worry about because I have to take action. I have to control them. But in reality, the worry didn't control them. It didn't help me take action. It just consumed me negatively. It made me feel bad. It made me feel anxious. It made me feel stressed. It made me feel tense. It made me yell a lot. It made me just hide from my loved ones and then turn to the binge eating and and the bad habits to to help hide from it and be able to cope in that situation because I was allowing it to consume me. So when I started to understand that it's just a thought, it's just a feeling, focus on the next wave and make it about gratitude. And what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my successes in my work. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for the blessings I have in my life. And I have many. Now, of course, we have things we can complain about, but we don't want to look at that. We don't want to focus our wavelength on that. Turn the channel and find joy. Imagine watching a funny show on TV. It's it's not about the, the negative things in the show. It's about the funny and positive things, right? So we feel happy when we watch that. Our joy is in that. Our, our energy is in that happy state. So you can do the same thing with our minds. So gratitude is that emotion that we need to cultivate, that we need to grow, and we need to nurture, and it will destroy the suffering. It will eliminate the suffering, and it will begin to release the reaction to the stress. This was that first step. And I'm going to encourage, if you are dealing with the stress and the overwhelm, this is the first place that is going to make the biggest impact on your life. Of course, there's other practices, and I'll talk about that more in uh, next podcast. But what I want you to understand today is this is your first step. And this is very, very important. And I'm going to Have you considered to take action today? Don't wait another day. Don't wait for a better time. There never will be. It's always going to be busy. You're always going to have more to do. So I appreciate you. I am grateful that you have listened to this message. I hope that it has given you something to work with and that you will succeed with this and practice this and continue to get better and stronger. Thank you. And we will see you in the next episode.